welcome back to the show that is somehow already at another pay-per-view. It's Pro Grapplers. Introducing first, I am mocking my opponent with little people because that's just how wrestling works in 1998. I am Amazing Jason Sigler, and my opponent. He is now being chased around the ring by both Braun Strowman and Ronda Rousey. He is Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. Keep on running, Shin Kicker. <laughs> you literally are describing a nightmare scenario for me right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I... I'm getting anxiety. I don't. I don't like this intro. <laughs> so Braun is 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 scary fast for how big he is. Like to to see that size man coming at you that fast is is terrifying. And he's officially, I think, made at least with Sammy and Kevin, he's made that run around the ring bull you over, then clothesline the guy in the ring thing. Uh, part of his move set, it seems like. And Ronda Rousey this week chasing Alexa Bliss looked like a damn T-1000 robot. <laughs> <laughs> that was frightening how fast she was moving. And I think Alexa really sold the, I gotta get out of here because this woman's gonna annihilate me if she catches me. Yeah. And bailed over the over the barrier and got the hell out of there. Well, it's like... With 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 Alexa Bliss, uh, I shouldn't say this, but because she's so short, her legs get pumping really fast, so it looks like she's running, like Toad in Mario Brothers. Right. <laughs> and once again, I, I shouldn't say that because we're the same size. But nah, that's uh, you get to make the short jokes. I don't. I've I been, guess. Oh, then I've can I talk this. about the big cast one? Because, man. Uh, we'll, I think that's uh, something we'll get to in a little bit, but yes, uh, we'll we'll come back to that in some form or another. Uh, sadly, so here on Pro Grapplers, we like to grapple with the things we see. We like to take the wrestling that we in engage with and engorge ourselves on. Just say and, watch, dude. That's gross. I don't. I, you like you don't like engorge. I don't like moist. So how about we both agree to never use those words again? I, Internet handshake, ready? No, see, I'm okay with engorging myself on things you. Ah, uh, don't say that. Okay, you're you right. just it's, said it's weird. <laughs> you're right. It's weird. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. With all the wrestling we watch, we take it and we like to we like to grapple with it. We like to change it up. We like to book the show and fantasy book whatever you want to call it. So I've got some things for Steve. He's got some things for me. We are going to have some fun with this stuff. And the first thing I would like Steve to have fun with is take... So there was a apparently a Brazongo revival match that happened this week on Raw that was for main event. And I would like you for you to rebook that match to, put in, to be put in Raw and move one match that was from Raw to main event to balance the sheets. Okay. And may, try and make that match mean something. Like make it... Brizongo is is in the title hunt, or Revival is getting hungry, or something like that. Okay, so uh, as far as like what to move off the card is, it's really easy. Like you look at this thing, and there's uh, one of these matches is not like the others, and that's AOP versus Jean Paul and Francois. The uh, most, ah, I don't know. Like this whole show was just about beating up Canadians, and you really. You have enough Canadians. You don't have to bring in extra Canadians. So that's not necessarily true. Natalia won. She's Canadian. She that's won. a very good point. But that's uh, there's there's. I I, I I get your point. You're yeah, right. Yeah, but fair point. Natalia did win. But c considering some of the mic work 
that uh, Sammy and Kevin were able to pull off. I, oh, I think man. that was a, a, a bloody shame because they're probably going to lose again tomorrow, and that just sucks. But we can talk about that later. Uh, so, yeah, take the AOP squash match just off the card. I don't care. That's stupid. We're, and that's the way we're replacing a tag match with a tag match. But and, one with two teams we actually want to see versus just a squash. Precisely. So that's going to be the first big improvement. The second one, uh, as far as like giving them some some uh, scope, I, I like what you said about the revival being hungry. This is going to be about the revival just sick of other people's BS, and no one enca- encapsulates other people's BS like Brizongo. They are the epitome of wrestling BS. So what's going to happen is you're going to have the revival going around and they're just, just hyping each other up. I want them singing their own theme song to each other and just like going, we say yeah, and then they chest bump. We say yeah, <laughs> chest bump as they're walking down through the backstage. And then Brizongo and, or yeah, Brizongo goes by and they like see them. They're like, oh, hey, hello, fellow proud Southern people. And... The revival take umbrage with that. It's like, you're not Southern. And they're like, we're from Florida. We're more Southern than you. And they get in a big argument about is Southern in relation to being South or just being from the South? Because Florida, especially South Florida, isn't really part of the South. So I want them to kind of fight about that. And then they just have uh, an, an amazing match. Like, uh, Revival's just like, we're sick of this. You guys are... You guys are what's wrong with the. Uh, um, you guys are what's wrong with wrestling right now, and we're gonna break your legs. And they're gonna go out there, and they're gonna have a match. And at some point, uh, Tyler Breeze is gonna flip his hair, and Dash is gonna say, "Hey, no flips," and then punch him in the face, just fists. I I like the finish of it. I I like the 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 interaction between the two um when you got to the point where they were saying the to each other say yeah (laughs) i i could see uh brizongo encountering them backstage and we say no (laughs) to this tragic ensemble you have going on because they usually wear like the the jacket sometimes with the no pants look that's a good point yeah and that that looks stupid guys like i would that would be the way to really get people on brizongo's side is just to call them out on that because a jacket and wrestling shorts, even even uh, even Finn Balor doesn't pull that look off. It's it's not a good look. You look like also, like my dad trying to run out and get the paper in the morning. <laughs> and Dash Wilder sometimes, uh, actually, they both do. Sometimes they cap it off with the towel around the neck, with the jacket and no <laughs> pants. So it's like, what are you doing here, guys? So yeah, I think I think they are a perfect uh, candidate for a Brizongo uh, makeover. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I I like that. I like where that one went. Now, uh, you have something for me, I believe. Oh, absolutely. So we all agreed uh, that whether it was real or not, the best thing to come out of the best Royal Rumble was the best greatest Royal, Royal Rumble. Greatest it's not Rumble. Best. It's the greatest. Well, correct. Did you and see this... that pyro? <laughs> Saudi Arabia. It's a wonderful place. Sorry. Propaganda got me again. Hey, if Go it. On. If it brings back Pyro to, to the WWE, maybe it's worth some uh, questionable political rights stances. I don't know. Well, when a Saudi when a Saudi prince decides to pay for it himself, yes, we get Pyro. <laughs> well, then why couldn't we get Necromancy and get the Ultimate Warrior like he wanted? 
That's uh, awesome. Let's book that. Wait, wait, wait. I want to just book that for a second. No, just go ahead. Go <laughs> no, ahead. no. So you get a necromancer and you bring back the ultimate warrior, and then a zombie runs around the ring and then murders somebody and eats his this brains. Is such a bad idea. I think he would eat brains regardless of whether he was a zombie or not. Okay. <laughs> you have the for mystery. Me. Is it kayfabe? <laughs> is it real? I don't know. It's the ultimate warrior. It could be either. This could be Ugh. the ultimate work. Creepy. He never died. They were planning for the Greatest Royal Rumble 10 years ago. Uh, So anyway, the best part of the Greatest Royal Rumble was when Titus O'Neil, whether intentional or not, the the experts are still out, ate dirt and just slid under the ring. And they have tried really, really hard to make this the biggest highlight. But they've done it in a way that feels very, very mean-spirited. I've heard several analysis is that this is just being a dick move and if it if it was intentional and it was Titus's idea then that's great but if it wasn't it is a dick move and it comes across as a dick move regardless because within kayfabe it wasn't intentional so I want you to book a better capitalization of uh, sliding worldwide okay so we have sliding worldwide but we also have and you did put you know at least design a t-shirt they did design a t-shirt. It does not a t-shirt? get ready. He's not he's not wearing it, but yes, they do have a t-shirt. It is in the store. It's actually Titus World Slide, which admittedly is the better play on words for that. Um and so uh, okay, so so here's how you book it. We don't have anything for Titus uh O'Neill himself, clearly. Outside of doing the things outside the ring which he's wonderful with, working with the kids, helping with causes, he's great at that. On the, on the show, in the ring, we have nothing for him. So let's just keep this rolling. Keep it rolling all the way to SummerSlam. So you've seen John Cena when he re- approaches the ring. He runs, he slides in, and that son of a bitch sometimes can get out the other side of the ring. He's going so fast and just slides right through smoothly. So He rolls over all the kendo very... sticks. They, they help him go further. Right. So it would not be terribly difficult, I don't think, to build... Um, we're going to SummerSlam, and unfortunately, we're not going to get a new set because that's just how they do SummerSlam now. So it's going to be this, the regular size ramp. That's fine. We still build one of the world's longest crocodile miles, <laughs> <laughs> and and so uh, the the ramp might be need to be a little steeper. We might need to jack it up a little bit so it's so you get a good uh, deep angle. So you have Titus come out. He either trips or he just slides because it, it's been a while now. So he's he's good at this. He knows how to slide on purpose. So he does the he does the slide, and we get one that angles up over the top rope, not through the ropes, not under the ropes, over the top rope, and into a giant pool that's in the ring. And this is like you know this is the cool down for whatever Undertaker match they have planned for SummerSlam or something, or Lesnar's thirteenth uh, defense in a row against Roman Reigns. That would be awesome. I love the idea of actually making SummerSlam summer themed. Like you yeah. could have water feet like give uh like a, a pool noodle match where people fight with pool noodle pool noodles. That's a hard word poo to say. Pool noodles. Yeah, pool yeah. noodles. <laughs> I had a bad case of the pool noodles last night, let me tell you. Oh. Uh no, this is great. Yeah. Anything that to make SummerSlam feel different and summery, I'm I'm for. And uh the the idea <laughs> I, I and yeah, let's let's get that crocodile mile go. 
I will point out that uh, I can't remember what year it was. It's been a while back now, but they do have the uh, commercial for SummerSlam where everybody's in the pool or everybody's in the um, at the beach and they all run out because there's a shark. And as they're running away from the water, Brock Lesnar runs towards it and he F5s the shark. Yeah, but see, that's an ad. I want to see that in the show. I want to see Brock Lesnar fight a shark in the show. That should be the match. The shark's son wants revenge. <laughs> you killed my father. Um, yes, I, I agree. There's not much of that outside of, you know, old divas, whatever, bikini matches where we're, we're not going to have that. And that's fine. That's good. We should not. But, uh, or, or heck, let's do a bikini match, but have it be Brazongo versus Revival. <laughs> Well, the revival. The revival's already there. Come on, they wear the little the little yeah. shorts. They're, well, they're and, and I there. guarantee you, uh, Fandango has a speedo somewhere. Like, he is uh, ready. The banana hammock. Waiting he for is, that call. Yeah, he is sitting by that phone every single night, just waiting for that call. We need you to suit up, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I love that Fandango sounds like Batman now. Yeah, like wait, what, what happened there? He does. It's 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 not my affectation. It's his. I don't know why. It makes the character funnier though. Um. So we're gonna move quickly into the the segments that I felt were booked to perfection on Monday Night Raw, and I, I really can't say segment. I can just say person. And I believe I have him on both shows. And there's a reason for that. It is Mr. Samoa Joe. I I cannot get enough of him right now. You put him in every segment on that show, and I will be that much happier. Agreed. He is the he's the promo king. Yes, because he doesn't he doesn't really have. I mean, he does have catchphrases, but he doesn't use them that often. He and every promo feels different, but it also feels like, dude, this guy's gonna murder you. Mm-hmm. And when we get to SmackDown, I'll talk even more about what he did on that show because he's actually on that show. This one, he literally just shows up on the screen to murk Roman during one of his promos and then just disappear. It's like, no, that's all I had to say. I'm going to kick your ass on Sunday. Later. I had to get back to my show that I'm at. I think he was actually at a SmackDown house show at the time. It's like, I gotta go wrestle, but I just wanted to let you know, Roman, you suck. FYI, dude. I am the better Samoan named Joe. Oh, so much. So, so much. Um, Yeah. I just I I'm really excited to see what they do at Backlash, and uh, we'll get to that later. Um, and seven seven Cami, there you go. Yeah, no, okay. might as well. <laughs> <laughs> They're partially interchangeable at this point. Yes, Kevin and Sammy get to come out to that hometown crowd ish, and um, ish. <laughs> well, I mean, as they mentioned, they are actually like thirty minutes down the road from where Sammy Zayn. Uh, is from yeah yeah and... that's that's hometown like at, at that yeah, point in in if if Montreal's like any other big city I've lived in half an hour away is like two miles as the crow flies so he's that was a hometown crowd and I'm sure people from their hometown showed up like that would I mean if you knew those guys growing up you'd definitely be going to that show Yes, absolutely, and also, uh, real quick, hats off to the Montreal crowd for both Raw and SmackDown, making both of them just really... And I, cra- the crowd makes the show. Like, if the crowd is not into what they're doing, then the show that you're watching on TV is going to be worse. Yeah. And that happens, unfortunately, 50% of the time, if not more, when they're in the United States. Almost every time they go to Canada, you get something like this, and it's it's just so refreshing, and... 
even compared to you know we basically had a wrestlemania type crowd at uh, in saudi arabia but you have entire matches where there's like people with their backs to the ring because they're doing whatever they're doing feeding all their children or whatever they were doing far far away from the ring it it it, it wasn't a good look and luckily montreal brought us back and said no no we got this yeah i, I think i don't think it's 50 percent of the time i think it's it just is so obvious when it is a bad crowd that it, it it really sticks out. And part of it is that we love Kevin and Sammy. And this was the first really, really pro Kevin and Sammy reaction we've had in a while. Like this whole segment falls apart. So they leaned into it or this whole segment would fall apart without a crowd reaction like that. If they had just gone up there in like Kansas City and been booed, that would that would not have worked. But you get up there and just lean heavy into it like that that i never thought the fist under the uh the chin would be such a powerful wrestling pose but they both pulled it off i don't know it's it's amazing and they got huge pops from it and it it, it worked and so it was refreshing for me as a Sami Zayn, kevin owens fan to feel like oh yeah these guys get it maybe maybe i'm from eastern canada and i just don't know that does explain why i speak weird french Although I will say, I, I wonder if they didn't realize how big rivalries within Canada can be, because I kind of get the impression they wanted uh, Jinder Mahal to be cheered in the same way. Oh, yeah, they very clearly did. And the crowd was not having that. Yeah, and I appreciate like, that as well. Oh, I, I do, too. Like, you can't tell us who to like. He's he's from Calgary. Screw that noise. There you go. Uh, yeah, the, when they they refused to ch- to to cheer for him, and also were basically lukewarm on Bobby Lashley as they should be at this point. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I that makes me wonder if we're uh, headed towards a, a swerve with him and Strowman at uh, Backlash. But we'll get to that. First, we have to grapple with some things from SmackDown, and I'm gonna let you go first. You you give me something. All right. So SmackDown. Uh. The. The New Day, as we know, are huge nerds. Let's lean into that. Uh, Xavier Woods was having none of the bar's disrespect for pancakes, and he looked straight at Sheamus in the eyes. Or was it Cesaro? Can't remember. I don't remember which. I mean, he fights Sheamus. So I he think fights Sheamus. Sheamus. It was probably Sheamus. So he looks Sheamus right in the eyes, probably standing on a stool, and tells him that his soul is mine. Book a Mortal Kombat-themed feud to... Between the New Day and anyone of your choice that gets me excited about wrestling and pumped for the announcement of Mortal Kombat 11 coming soon to E3. Um, so I, I'm not up on my Mortal Kombat characters because I haven't played one of the games in quite some time. I know they've introduced some people. Um, not as many as you'd think. <laughs> well, yeah. Welcome um, to 2018, the year of nostalgia. <laughs> I would like to see... This this will sound weird, but uh, so the new day fights the bar. We'll just keep it with the bar. Sounds great. Give the bar a third member. Uh, trying to think of somebody that doesn't have much to do and is kind of a heel on SmackDown. Uh, it's Cor- no Corbin's on Raw now. Aiden English well, well, will probably have uh, some free schedule time open soon. Yeah, sadly. Um, well, I don't know if it brings Lana back in t-shirts. I'm down with it. I'm really hoping that, again, that is another swerve, and he actually drops Lana instead of English. Like, he chooses... Clearly, his wife is, you know, the love of his life outside the ring, but on the show, like, have him choose the guy over the girl. You're you're going to choose your hype man over your lady? 
Yes. Choose choose true love. <laughs> I don't I like I like her in the cut t-shirt. I don't want to see Of course it. you do. Go. That's not going to stop. She can still storm around backstage being pissed off that she didn't get him and she'll still look like that. So that's that okay. you're not going to lose that. Don't worry. All right. It's like saying, "Oh man, I miss seeing Trish Stratus wrestle." No, you don't. You miss seeing her walk around and crawl like a dog and and dress in the things that would pushing her boobs up to her neck. That's what you missed. I do miss then the 90s. When she finally wrestled, it was awesome as well. But yeah, she was yeah. fine. Yes, she was. She was good. Um, so I'm I'm booking Mortal Kombat feud. Okay, so the new day is. I feel like Xavier Woods is is going to be the leader of this because he's the most video gamey of the guys. Even though they all, if you watch Up Up Down Down, they all play video games. Even Cesaro and Sheamus. They. Oh yeah. Cesaro Cesaro does a week a regular Clash Royale stream, <laughs> which is like, hilarious. If you think yes, about it. it's very very weird but um so so i'm thinking xavier has to be Liu kang just based on the movie you know like Liu kang is the main character so that's that's where i would go with that because he he only matches how many black characters are there in mortal kombat there's not many there are there is Jax, yeah and the new character Jax's daughter awesome okay so yeah, I'm gonna have him be Liu Kang. Let's not. Let, we're not gonna go uh, specific on this because for whatever reason, I want uh, Big E to be not Goro, but the female Goro because I feel like <laughs> she she has that bodybuilder type. Yeah. So she has like the little tiny straps that go over her nipples, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. feel like that that look is gonna match Big E much better than <laughs> just Goro. Like Goro's that's played. Let's have him be what Melina is that her name? Shiva, 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 Shiva. Uh yeah okay I, I, so that's, I'm that's so into be. this and Kofi he matches Liu Kang the best as far as like, like the bicycle kicks and the Wah! when he flies through the air but um oh, I gotta do this quickly I can't think of any other characters really well you've got the, the all the various ninjas of different colors you've got Johnny Cage you've got Sonya Blade you've got Shane Tsung thing is you've got good guys uh, and bad guys on the same team already so I'm confused. My, you're not holding yeah, up yeah, to the Mortal Kombat the, we're, lore. We're working on the yeah. We're not worried about the lore. Worried about the. Awesome I'm worried about the lore. Okay, well you're no, worried too much then. <laughs> um, uh, Kofi is is Johnny Cage. We have another. We gotta have Johnny Cage in there, and he could he could do that pretty well. Um, the bar. Sheamus is uh he's Goro. Sheamus is Goro, and Cesaro is uh. I feel like his, the, the his, other his half of Goro's arms. No, his characterizations are so off that I feel like making him striker would work. Because <laughs> he's not he's not James Bond. I think about Cesaro and I do not think James Bond. So why not make him stupid white LA cop striker? <laughs> there. We've 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 spent too much time on this, but that's my feud, and it, they would have awesome matches and have it culminate at SummerSlam where they get to fight at Mortal Kombat Battle, which is for the game which is coming out in like a month. It'll be announced in a month, but yeah, okay. I love it. Yes. That. Well, no, it'll be announced in a month and it'll come out around SummerSlam time. So August, September. Okay. Sounds it great. Won't actually, I'm just giving you hope. <laughs> um, so I want you to look at Big Cass because I think his first promo back uh, last week on SmackDown was pretty good. It was much better than what he's done before. But... I sense a road dog size step backwards with the inclusion of a little person this week that's supposed to be Daniel Bryan. That sucked. There's no denying it. 
So let's let's give him a more effective next promo that that really brings the heat and makes you think, oh, Daniel Bryan's in trouble versus, oh, this this is just sad again. Yeah. So first off, I'm going to give Big Cast the benefit of the doubt and assume that bringing in a little person was somebody else's idea. I'm thinking Road Dog. <laughs> it could have been. That's why I said Road Dog sized back step backwards. I think it was him. It very well could have been. So I'm not going to hold that against uh, large casts as an individual just yet. We'll large see what cast. happens. Yeah. You just made his his name much less. Somehow big cast sounds more intimidating than large casts. Well, it bothers me that him and E have the same first name. So I'm going to kind of separate the two a little. Especially now that they're on the same show. It's like you have two... You can't have two Joes, so... One has to be named Roman. You can't have two Michaels, so you got you got to differentiate people. So uh, yeah, so I still believe in you, large casts. Uh, I don't think you would actually kick a midget if it was up to you. Um, so next promo. So he's still in the feud with Daniel Bryan. Is that what the the world that we're in, or do you think it's going to be? Because his next promo is after Backlash, and that that could be over. I sadly don't think it will be. Okay, so he's still with Daniel Bryan. All right. Yeah. So I don't know if they're willing to do this because they haven't mentioned him at all since letting him go. But uh, we want to talk about. Uh, we don't Enzo want to talk about Enzo. We well, I I kind of want him to talk about. I don't like it when they leave elephants in the room. So this is a good. I understand sh- that, but we didn't talk about uh, 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 Rich Swan possibly beating his girlfriend so we're definitely not going to talk about enzo sexually harassing you know that's... right well we're not going to talk about that but we are going to give him one last final burial and just have him say like and I'll, what i want is a promo package of every time big cast picked up enzo and chucked him don't show him like throwing him at people just show him being thrown over and over and over and over and then just cut back to big cast and say like and he was my friend. Just imagine what I'm going to do to you. If there's one thing I'm good at, it's chucking little people around. Drop the mic. Walk out. Okay. That's, uh, I, I, I like the visual, so I'm, I'll, I'll give you that one. Um, you could also edit gonna... out his face in each one and put Daniel Bryan's face. Well, see, no, 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 you got you got greedy. Now we're back to like PowerPoint promo from John Cena, and those are just sad again. You went right back to where we were before. Well, you, you didn't want to have Enzo in it. I was fine just chucking Enzo. Uh, I, I was throwing can, that can, for you. You can show his face. It's not right, like sweet. he has like a I I maybe beat women shirt on every time he throws him. So I think he I, did wear I a wife beater. I, I mean, yeah. Let's let, let's not get into that. Okay. Uh, we do want to talk about the things that I think were booked to perfection on SmackDown, and this includes again Samoa Joe, who is uh, possibly fighting AJ Styles soon because he comes out and interrupts his promo and says, "You know, I'm I'm gonna beat up Roman Reigns, and then when I'm done doing that, I'm gonna beat you up and take your title because I'm just that good." But I think my favorite moment though was when he's he's kind of sauntering down the down the ramp really slowly. And then Nakamura's music hits, and he snaps to attention. He threw that towel down. He mm-hmm. got in fight, fighting pose, and he got ready. He's just like, bring it. I've seen what you do. <laughs> I see you teleport. And then, while he's getting ready, teleport. 
It's our teleporting, dick-punching ninja, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, it's, I, I love that when they cut back to the ring, you don't even have him doing the low blow. He's already mid-low blow and just going, <laughs> ah! Like giving him the Jean-Claude Van Damme uppercut through yes. his body. And just like in, in, enduring that. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, so this, this brings up a very interesting question that I don't understand. Why are nut punches so long in wrestling? Uh, well, that's that, that's not necessarily the case. Like uh, Nakamura is taking it; it's he's creating an art form here. He is an artist after all. Um, <laughs> they are long. It's all. It's also because you know you're doing it with your elbow, so it doesn't actually hurt. But so it it looks weird to begin with because your fist is like coming up to their chest. And uh, what I missed was the old Ric Flair nut grab, where he would just <laughs> grab and like twist. And be on his knees while the other guy's running around the ring, just like dragging, like not letting go. Just like, nope, <laughs> these are mine now. So I don't, I don't necessarily want to see Nakamura do that because I think the, I think the style of this nut shot is uh, perfect for him. But uh, yeah, anybody who's ever actually been hit in the nuts knows that's not how you do it. No, that's. It's... And I mean, it, he would be more effective if he did, he went to do like the big one and then just went, bink. <laughs> like, ah. <laughs> Well, the oh, big one's right going to be the... a Kinshasa right in the Kilbasa, and that's going to be... Oh. <laughs> and there's your show title. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, we are going to move on to the Backlash card where uh, we have some things to grapple with, but we also have the card itself because the show is coming up tomorrow as of this posting. And, uh, yeah, it's our first co-branded pay-per-view after... After WrestleMania, after the Greatest Royal Rumble, and <laughs> since the last, it's the first co-branded pay-per-view since the last two co-branded pay-per-views. Yes, yes, uh, but it's also the first one of like the the regular pay-per-views that is going to be co-branded going forward. And also, I really hope this is the final. Like, okay, this guy from this show is fighting this guy from this show. I don't want them to keep doing that. Like, we can put everybody on the same show, but don't have them fight like that because that's just swapping titles and confusing people. And well, that's all you can do. It's like interleague play in baseball. Like, if you're not going to do it, why do it? So I don't. I, see I mean, you point. can do like one per show, but don't like this. This is that's most of what this card is. Is um, okay. So we'll we'll just get into it. Um, so we do have a kickoff match that was announced, I believe, yesterday. And I have already forgotten who's wrestling, so we'll move on. Um, <laughs> it's a wow, match, but I really don't remember who's wrestling. I, he likes uh, wrestling. Keep that in mind. <laughs> I should have written it down. There Bookers, you go. but it also out it's, there, it's not Booker T, but the people who book wrestling. Like you're losing Jason with your pre-show shenanigans. Put the revival on there, and then maybe I'll watch. Um, I'll watch no matter what. So, uh, we'll just work our way up. I don't know who's where, who's where, but, uh, have Daniel Bryan versus big Cass. I think that could very well open the show. It wouldn't surprise me. And I actually was curious how you would book that match. Okay. Uh, be, be so, quick, but yeah. let's see who, who wins and what, what the finish is and all that good stuff. So Daniel Bryan's going to win. Uh, and the f- several people have been talking about, well, everyone's been talking about getting the Miz involved because everyone wants to see the Daniel, Daniel Bryan versus the Miz feud. I want to see that too. But I don't really care if I ever see them in the ring. I want to see them Mike feuding the entire time. And an interesting way I think they could do it is for Big Cass to have someone come in to help him. I haven't really, I don't really know who would be a good assist. So someone comes out to help Big Cass, and the Miz 
comes and saves the match and makes sure it goes. He doesn't help Daniel Bryan win, but he prevents Big Cass from cheating. And he doesn't say anything. He doesn't do anything. He just walks away afterwards. And next week, uh, Daniel Bryan's going to call him out like, dude, what was what was that about? Why did you, why'd you help me out? And he's like, you know, we've had a lot of heat in the past. And I, you know, I'm, I know you're not going to believe me. You don't have to believe me. But you should understand when you have a daughter, it changes you as a man. I'm a different man than you used to know, and I'm trying to make it up to you and, you know, take that for what it's worth. And that's just it. And so for the next three to six months, uh, The Miz is still a huge heel. He's a huge dick, and he'll lie, cheat, and steal to anybody except for Daniel Bryan, who he helps out, he's very respectful to, and it just drives Daniel Bryan insane. He wants to punch him in the face. And... The Miz will even let him punch him in the face, and he won't do it. And after a long time, like he'll he'll have like the huge blow off moment where he just goes nuts, like "Why are you doing this? Let's fight! Let's fight! Let's fight! I know you want to." And then he gets the Miz finally gets the big blow off promo of, "I knew this would destroy you. I knew this would. If I fight you, you win. But if I kill you with kindness, it drives you crazy, and I win." And that's the end. All right. Um, I like it. And that I, shows I, I how think... little I care about Big Cats because he was hardly in my booking of this. That's basically, uh, sadly. Um, I think you take it one step further. I think you have uh, the two of them become like best friends. Like they, they actually like move to the same town together. The <laughs> kids actually grow up together. They're at graduation for high school. And uh, Daniel Bryan gets up on stage to say something. Cause he's a huge, he's an icon at this point. He is a oh, huge yeah. star and he gets up to say something. And the Miz uh, is invited up to be with him because they're, they're best friends. Now let's share this moment together. Our daughters are graduating. This is wonderful. And that's when Miz hits him with the low blow. <laughs> 18 years in the making and that's it like it's not it's not even like i wrecked your life it's just i wanted to hit you in the balls once in front of everyone you love and i'm like the happiest day of your life so far let's yeah that's how um i i honestly think uh big cast will win because i think uh miz i i would like to see the miz interfere because i think they are together i think the miz interferes and then uh daniel bryan to get back at him screws it screws up his match with seth rollins uh, and he does not get the intercontinental championship back because that is that is the most important thing to him he says his daughter is wonderful and he loves her he has a hot wife the intercontinental championship is the most important thing in miz's life right and that's not get that back that's uh, what i wanted in my thing is for him to still be an absolute heel trying to get that title back and keep it and and that whole thing like i liked the dichotomy between good good miz bad miz like he leaves the work at work he's a bad guy but he's a good guy in his personal life i think that's an interesting play that they haven't done i don't think i've ever seen someone have that kind of complexity and i think that would be something that the miz could pull off all right um stroman lashley Owen Zane. Yes, this is the one I want you to grapple with because I love Sammy and Kevin. I've made that perfectly clear. I think they have had it. It's been great seeing them near the top of the card, but they've just been kicked around the entire time they've been at the top of the card. They haven't had a great showing. Uh, agreed. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, no. Okay. I mean, I mean, they have had great showings because they're great wrestlers, but they haven't gotten to like win. Right, they right. Haven't gotten well, a big win. They haven't gotten any. The problem is they look good kicked getting to, kicked to the curb, and right, they've been kicked around by management, so they come over to Raw where they're kicked around by management, and it's like just let's do something different with them. Yes. So, um, what I really think will happen in this match is I think we're heading towards a Lashley turn. I think he'll uh, he'll become a heel and he he'll turn on Strowman and so that's like they they pick up the win just by default like they just cover Braun Strowman after Lashley destroys him and we get a Lashley Strowman feud for a while. Um, if I want to fantasy book, meaning let's let's go yes. out in left field and let's make it fun. Um, I I honestly think it's just a squash that uh, like Owens and Zayn never have like a chance. Like, we're not in a Montreal anymore. We're not going to get that match. So they just get squashed by these two monsters and begins, like, a, a year-long rehabbing process for them, realizing, to be our best, we have to fight forever. <laughs> and they, again, put them in matches against each other for, like, the next year. And that's not what I want, but that that seems like the trajectory they would be on given the the crap they've had to deal with. I will point out there was an after raw segment they put on YouTube of the two of them being interviewed by uh, Mike Rome and <laughs> Kevin Owens. Every time he speaks, he, he starts to yell at him. And when he does, he grabs his pocket square out of his jacket and throws it on the ground. <laughs> and then as Sam, as Sammy is talking, he goes behind him and he picks it up. And he puts it back in his pocket very nicely. And Mike is like staring at him like, what are you doing? Why? You just threw that on the ground. What are you doing? And then when Ke Sammy's done talking, Kevin starts screaming again. And as he starts screaming, he grabs the pocket square again and throws it again. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was very, very good uh, prop work. Oh, that's I, awesome. I, so I, I, I honestly don't care because I know these guys are going to be great no matter what they do. And uh, But yeah, I think the, the Strowman-Lashley uh, clash is where we're heading. Okay. Uh, I don't know why Lashley would turn against Strowman. Like, if you're going to heel turn, don't heel turn against a monster among men. That's why. He, he knows he is the one to beat. Like, if I beat him, I've got it made. Like, I'm, I am beat the monster on the show. Beat somebody else first. Nah, they got it. No, Lashley, I, he doesn't see himself that way. He's, he's Mr. MMA now. He's fought. He's He's upped his game. So, why not go after the biggest game? The deadliest game. <laughs> the biggest. <laughs> Braun Strowman. <laughs> All right. All right. I love it. Uh, we mentioned Rollins Miz. Rollins, I don't think, can have a bad match at this point. No, like he just, has been on fire. He is Monday Night Rollins. He is amazing to watch. He is fun. He makes every one of his matches that much better and make his opponent that much better. Not that you really have to try that hard when you're fighting like Finn Balor. Like, that's not surprising that that was a good match, but... Yeah, I, I expect him to pull pull out all the stops and make this an awesome match, but I am still expecting interference. Uh, Dana Bryan screws with it, and The Miz loses his last chance at getting the Intercontinental Championship back. It goes back to Raw, and he is now really, really, really pissed off at Daniel Bryan and uses big cast to get back at him. That, that so seems likely. Yeah, I don't... I There's no reason to swap titles at this point because... Okay, well, let's just get to the next match, which is Hardy versus Orton for the U.S. title, which is not going to change shows, no matter who wins. Um, also, 
Uh, yeah, exactly. Can you be made to care about this match? Uh, would a would a heel turn from Orton do anything for you? Would I mean, there's nothing you can do with Jeff Hardy at this point. If they turn him heel, there's no point to it. Yeah, there's no point in a Jeff Hardy heel turn. Uh, there's no point in a Randy Orton heel turn because he's always like half a step away from a heel anyway. It's not like he's... The only way that they could really make me care about this match is if they do what we wanted them to do like two years ago when we got uh, finisher mockery Randy Orton for one show. If he did that and like did his own goofy whisper in the wind off the top rope stuff. I'd be down with that. Uh, other than okay. That, yeah. Randy Orton doing the whisper in the wind. Yes. I would absolutely be down with, cause I don't know that he would get up. <laughs> That's a dangerous move for a man that big to do. It is. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I don't care. They just have not said anything interesting about this. And they haven't done anything. I've never been a Jeff Hardy on his own fan. Uh, I, I know that he's the guy in the WWE design, or he's the Hardy anyway. Uh, Matt is so much more entertaining and more engaging in my book uh, that Jeff just kind of bounces off me. And Randy Orton's good. I like Randy Orton, but we've had a lot of Randy Orton lately. And I don't know if I need a lot of Randy Orton. Some Randy Orton think- good. A lot of Randy Orton yeah, nobody needs a lot of Randy Orton. I will say, if you take a freeze frame of the Swanton Bomb that Jeff Hardy does, it just looks like that man is trying to kill himself. He he twists that at the very last second to to flip over and actually land on him with his back. But my God, if you like, yeah, they have many shots of it recently because you know he's been wrestling more, and it's it's terrifying to look at. Like it looks like he's just going to spear his head into the person's chest. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I, I, Hardy retains, move on to something else for Orton, or Orton really gets mad and, and quote-unquote turns and gives him an RKO afterwards and just keeps on beating him into the table outside, and we do something else with Randy Orton, but I, or, it or, doesn't matter to me. Or not, maybe just take a Randy Orton break. Not for long, he doesn't have to go away for long, but you know, I, I think his stock would go up if he took two months off. Just take a break until SummerSlam, and when he comes out as uh, a surprise entrant in some In his board shorts. Oh, that's right! We forgot about Randy Orton. I don't know how, but we did. (laughs) Um, The women's matches. Jackson Bliss. Are the the moments of Bliss doing anything for you? Do you feel like these are making you hate Alexa Bliss more, or... Uh, it, it is proving that I'm not as good a person as I thought I was, because I I think bullying's horrible. I was... I have, like... Usually in, when people get bullied in movies, I get kind of... But, man, Alexa Bliss is hot, so I, I put up with it, and that makes me horrible. <laughs> you are a weak, weak man. I know. I I'm right a, there with you. I have a very, like... Alexa, the the last year and a half of her has just been so amazing that I cannot hate her. I know I'm supposed to. They are pushing every you should hate this woman button I have, but she's such a good wrestler. She's such so good on the mic. She's such a great character that I can't dislike her. And um, yeah, I hope she wins. I want her to have the title back. Although then you'd have two heel champions on on both shows, so I could definitely see um, uh, I could definitely see Naya retaining, and that would be fine too. I I don't know how much longer they can keep doing this storyline, but 
it's the WWE. They could do it forever. Who knows? Yes. Um, I think Jax retains and, uh, the, the, the problem is, what do you move Alexa Bliss to if she's not fighting for the title? Like, they don't have anything else for her, it feels like, at this point. Like, Nia has plenty of opponents they can just line up and, and make a feud out of, but yeah. I don't think they have anything else for Alexa is the problem. Yeah, and... I'm going to have to think about that. Maybe that'll be a grapple with it. or grapple, Maybe I can grapple with that next week, because I, I have no idea what to do with her. I did hear rumblings of a women's tag belt, but I don't know if that's actually going to happen. You'd have to really move some things around to get enough women on one show to make that happen. Yeah, and they just called up a bunch of women from NXT, so you can't really do that again. Yeah, so they're getting kind of spare down there. So, um, all right, Mella and Flair. I really hope we see a Carmella retention here because oh, absolutely. I think she is such a good heel champion. I think, uh, I think the Iconics get involved again because they seem to have Carmella's back, if only so they can take the championship from her once Charlotte calms down. Um. I don't know if we get Naomi and Becky Lynch again involved in this, but I, yeah, I want, Car- I want Carmella to retain. I don't know if she will, but I really want her to, because I, I think her, her healed, uh, not, not turn, but just cranking it up ever since she became champion, yeah. ever since she stole it is just so good. We've been able to focus on her, let her actually get some mic time and she's really good. And she's, she has the same thing that Alexa Bliss had where she's actually a character, which is something I cannot say for every women's wrestler. And so it's great having her uh, just kind of lean into it and, and just really go nuts. All right. Can we make anyone care about Roman Reigns in this match versus Samoa Joe? Care about him as a, like his well-being? Like about winning or anything, or well-being. Sure, if, if Samoa Joe just annihilates him, does anyone in like feel sympathy? Or are they just like Joe, 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 Joe? The, the, no, no. It's it's not. It's 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 too late. They they pooped the Roman Reigns' bed, and it's not gonna happen. Your best bet is to just. All bets are or not just completely throw it all away. Say, you know what? It's not going to happen. Let Samoa Joe just absolutely run rough shot over Roman Reigns. Take Roman Reigns off TV for a while. Let him come back uh, in a whole new feud. Uh, put put him with uh, Seth Rollins for a bit. Let that kind of be a, 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 a either a feud or a storyline or something. Let him get some positive rub. Just get him off people's minds for a while. Because I think even though he's not really being jammed down our throats like he used to be, it still feels like it because he's around so much. Let's get some major momentum behind Samoa Joe and get him ready just to absolutely murder AJ Styles. I like it, but it's not going to happen. Reigns wins for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, What I would like to see happen is Samoa Joe wins – uh, AJ, uh, we'll talk. We'll talk about AJ Styles match here in a minute. I'm sure. So, yes. So I, I desperately need Joe to win, but he, I don't think he needs it necessarily. I think maybe you have a no contest or something. They beat the hell out of each other, and then yeah, he comes back to SmackDown and says, "All right, now I'm refocused." And AJ, you're mine. So, but that also could change because we have Styles versus Nakamura in a no DQ match. Meaning dick punches, they legal, baby. 
Punch that dick. Punch that dick. <laughs> sure. No, yeah. Randy Orton walks by and he says, no, 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 not me. <laughs> Actual penis. <laughs> not me. I'm going home. I had my match. <laughs> so what I want to start this match is while uh, the, the, the tuba is playing, I want just a line <laughs> of, of jobbers from the the gorilla position down to the ring just standing with their legs slightly spread apart and uh nakamura just dances down nah 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 dick punch nah nah dick punch and he just punches each one of these guys and then he turns and waits for uh aj styles to come out because the champion comes out second and he just stares up and he blows the smoke off his fist and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to punch you right in the balls. You I can't stop because, me. I think uh, because, unfortunately, the champion does not always come out second. Uh, Styles comes out. Nakamura comes out, except they hit his music. It's playing for a while. And then, of course, he teleports Dick Punch to start the match. And maybe even, like, just a, a flash pin and wins. Or just starts off the match with, uh, yeah, crotch and then... I, I just want to see the full realization of heel Nakamura. We have not seen it since he turned after WrestleMania, even at the greatest Royal Rumble. Like, it just has not, he hasn't gone full, I'm going to murder you, and I don't care if I have to destroy your penis to do so, and I'm taking that title. <laughs> taking that title and that wang. Yeah, why not? No more kids, no more tattoos on your side for you, AJ Styles. <laughs> so, yeah, I I hope we see Nakamura take it here. And finally begin a heel championship reign that has Styles chasing him for a while. I think they're going to fight for quite some time now. Yeah. Well, and so I, I actually want to see him. Do, I do want Nakamura to win. I want him to be a heel champion. I want him to score a quick uh, rematch clause victory over AJ Styles so that AJ can feud with Samoa Joe for a while. I would like to see the three of them actually kind of dance around that title. I think that oh, I think those three are your main event guys. AJ Styles, Heel Nakamura, and Samoa Joe is... Uh, if that's a three-way you want to go with for SummerSlam, then I am there. Yeah, that's that's where I want to end up. Those three, because they could have some amazing promos back and forth. You've got good old country boy, AJ Styles. You've got, I will fight anybody and I will choke him out, Joe. And I don't speak English, but I do punch nuts, Nakamura, and... I, I, I think there's some some gold that uh, can be enjoyed here. And hopefully gold in Nakamura's future. And we'll find out all that and more from the next Pro Grapplers, where we will talk about the fallout from Backlash. What happened on Raw? What happened on SmackDown? Did we watch 205 Live and or NXT? Follow us on P Grapplers on Twitter. I am at the Jason Sigler, all one word. And I am at Ida Hobo. Follow us there. Let us know what you think. Watch all the wrestling. And we'll talk to you next time. Till then, I have been amazing Jason Sigler. And I continue to be Steve the Shen Kicker Shinny. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Pro Grapplers. Pro Grapplers. <laughs>